Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you fight for a seat at the table. My guest this week is Cameron Samuels, who is an advocate for a wide range of issues, and I got to talk with them particularly about their advocacy against censorship. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Cameron Samuels. So I, I grew up in the South and I see now that growing up in the South is a lot different than the North now where I'm a student at Brandeis University. It's like living in two different countries. It really does feel that way when the politics is so different across the country. I grew up in Louisiana, then moved to Texas a couple years later. And I, I remember being a preschool student when I first engaged in politics. I was the only student at my preschool who voted for Barack Obama in the mock primary election, or actually the, the mock election in uh, 2008. I voted for Barack Obama. Every single other student voted for McCain. It was just so interesting to see that I was such a young person and was expressing my political beliefs. And it ended up being very different than my peers. And that really continued growing up in Texas in my school district that seemed to be such a great community of so many different beliefs and ethnic and national backgrounds where the diversity has been flourishing. But over the years, the politics has become so much more conservative. And it's at the expense of myself and my peers. And I had always been wanting to take action because I feel powerless whenever I sit silently and don't do anything when I know there are injustices happening in the world. And that's how I, from such a young age in middle school, started engaging in tangible political action and mobilizing my peers in gun violence prevention work and civic engagement and voting rights. And now most fervently with LGBTQ plus and racial inclusion and equity and advocating against censorship. That's a great start, Cameron. And thank you for sharing all of that background with me. So I would love to know more about this work that you're doing now as well. Your activism is intersectional and it covers a variety of different issues. So can you tell me more about the work that you're doing at this moment? One major issue that I've been advocating for and against has been intellectual freedom and book banning. In this past school year alone, we've seen an unprecedented increase in censorship of school libraries, of classroom discussions, and students are now gagged from discussing critical issues that are affecting our communities. And when we don't talk about these issues, when we stigma, when we keep them stigmatized, when we treat them as divisive, 
we aren't able to solve the biggest questions we have that we are facing in our communities. And we've seen this, especially in Texas, the state in the country that has had the most book bans over the past couple of years. And that has been exacerbated by political efforts, especially in the Texas legislature, where last session in 2021, some bills were enacted to prohibit teachers from discussing controversial current events, to prohibit teachers from discussing anything that would make someone feel uncomfortable in their skin, their race, specifically uncomfortable for being white and feeling the burden of the blame that they have that the white race has been dominating the oppressing force in our country that's obvious and that totally struck freedom of speech and expression in classrooms and it was followed by fear-mongering on books, criticizing books for teaching critical race theory, for having pornographic content in these books. And these arguments are being used to remove hundreds of books, hundreds upon hundreds in schools across the state and across the nation, when they're able to use this messaging to remove these books and bar students from having access to them, when in reality, people aren't actually reading the books and learning for themselves that these books are nothing like what they're being accused of. And now with this upcoming Texas legislature, we're seeing that there have been more anti-LGBTQ bills filed before the session than had been up for debate in the past session. In 2021, this is unprecedented times for unprecedented attacks, and we need to do all that we can to stop it. What are some of the ways that people can get involved in advocating against censorship? I think this issue is one that is being raised in communities across the country, but particularly in the South. And I would just love to get your thoughts on the ways that people can raise awareness or get involved in this issue, even if their community or their state isn't being impacted by this legislation. Every community has different struggles. And like we had mentioned before, it can be different depending on the state, on what issues we are most directly facing. It can feel like a different country being in a different state. And in Texas, with book banning being a central issue with LGBTQ attacks, attacks on our LGBTQ identities and our culture, this is a heavily contentious issue where we do need to stand up. And one of the strongest efforts that I've led last year was mobilizing students to speak at school board meetings. In KDISD, right outside of Houston, where I grew up from kindergarten and graduated just last year, they had been a leading school district for book banning in Texas. And we mobilized students to speak at school board meetings to pack 
the room full of students and supporters of the LGBTQ community, having pride flags and pride stickers and holding banned books in our hands and holding them in our seats. These efforts to defend our school libraries were successful because we defended these books in our public comments and in communicating directly with school board members. And the results of these book challenges and the review committees, they concluded that many of the books were appropriate for high school libraries or for middle school libraries. We defended Mouse, the book about the Holocaust that remained in school libraries in high school and middle school. That was a huge success because we went out in droves to defend that book as we did so many others. There have been reconsiderations to add books back to the libraries. And so all this happened because we showed the school board and the district officials who they represent. We showed up to where the decision makers are at these school board meetings. We showed up, we showed our true representation of the community because in months before these meetings were very empty or they, there were also simply the community members who were white and identified as Christian nationalists and were stoking fear against students and especially the most vulnerable students, queer students, people of color. And it was important to show the school board that that wasn't who represented us students. We're a majority minority school district, but we didn't have that representation at these school board meetings. And sure enough, in our efforts, we showed them who we were. And it was really amazing. And it really showed our force and our power as a community. I think that story is so inspiring because local government really is where change happens. And it's interesting to hear how you've managed to make so much change by attending your local school board meetings, for example. So I'm sure that through your work, you've picked up some advice, words of wisdom, or maybe some motivating phrases that have stuck with you. Does anything like that come to mind for you? Our voices are powerful. And if we don't speak up, then nobody's going to speak for our own interests. We have our, every, every person is different and unique. And we have our own interests, our own needs. And when we don't express our needs, then they can't be met. And that's why it's so important to express our concerns and to speak up with our voice because our voice becomes power when we share that to those who have the political power to make decisions for the better that will ultimately affect us in our everyday lives. So as far as the work that you're doing now, what are some goals that you have for your activism into the future as we get closer to the 2024 presidential election and as there is so much legislation being drafted and passed around the country pertaining to these issues that you're working on? What are your own goals or I guess what would you hope to see in the future when it comes to censorship or any of the other issues that you're working on? I want to see students have a voice at the table 
a seat at the table in decisions that directly affect them. We need to be present when there are decisions being made about us and when they try to keep us away and tell us that our voices aren't important and that we're too young, we need to express that we are the primary stakeholders in these decisions. The, the power that the school board has is over us as students. What they make as policy becomes our everyday lives as we walk through school hallways. And when those decisions harm us, which in fact, they most definitely are, and it could be worse in the coming months, we, we become powerless when those decisions harm us. We need to be present at the table. And that can easily be by standing up, understanding that our voice is powerful. And that if we sign up to speak at a school board meeting, anyone can do that. If we sign up to speak at a school board meeting, then we are represented and we can do everything we can to express our interests. If we testify at hearings in state legislatures, then the policymakers will understand that students are speaking for and against these bills and maybe this legislation would harm them and we shouldn't pass it or maybe this legislation is so vital that we have to ensure that it is that it becomes law we need a seat at the table yeah i think those goals make so much sense and i think they align well with this work that you are doing representing yourself and also inspiring other students to also represent themselves as well. So I have one more question for you. Lots of young people, especially high school students, college students, want to create change, but they may not know how to get started with that work. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? If you have the authenticity to be yourself and have the commitment to do good in the world and to pursue justice, you can achieve anything. I didn't know that I had this leadership capability when I was younger. I struggled to find it. But once I did, I have become relentless. And that has led me to bring students together across Texas to distribute hundreds of banned books, to fill a room that had once been empty and just have a couple conservative people representing the entire school school body to now packing it with people who are like me and are like my peers. This momentum, this revolutionary change in the status quo is exactly what we need to support ourselves. And it can be achieved by anyone as long as you stand up and fight back and express yourself authentically and firmly, then we can achieve the world that we dream of.
I really enjoyed this conversation with Cameron, and I think the work they are doing is so timely. I want to highlight Cameron's advice about advocating for more representation, because representation is the bedrock of democracy. Cameron is representing themselves by attending school board meetings and participating in their local government, and they're also inspiring other students to represent themselves as well. Cameron's story and the advocacy work they are doing is a great example of how change comes when you fight for a seat at the table. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Cameron on Instagram at Cameron J. Samuels to get connected with them. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.